Hello everyone, welcome to or welcome back to Reforming Our Faith. If this is your first time listening, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. And if you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back. I am the host, Genesis Rivera. Um, I'm trying to work on my introduction skills. Okay, listen, as a human, it should be the easiest thing to introduce yourself. And for some reason, the introduction part of each one of my episodes is just the hardest thing for me. The hardest thing. And, you know, the Lord is just working with me. Okay, I am trying to get better. Because if I feel the awkwardness, I know y'all feel the awkwardness. And to be fair, I'm talking in my room alone, okay, to a mic. I know I'm talking to y'all, but y'all are listening to this, you know, when it's uploaded. And I'm over here as I'm recording it alone. So it's different, okay? <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. But I'm, I'm, I actually work on it. I'm serious. I, it's embarrassing, okay? It's embarrassing. Um, but anyhow, okay, um, I've missed y'all. Okay, I've, I've wanted to be consistent with this podcast, okay? And I say this because I've mentioned that I've had a podcast before this, but it was before I completely gave my life to the Lord. And it, I knew of him, but I didn't know him. I wasn't in a relation with him. And, you know, in that podcast, I was cussing like a sailor. I wasn't giving my, I wasn't including him in my advice. And all, all the fellow Christians know, once you give your life to God, it is so extremely difficult, if not impossible, to give advice that doesn't include God. Like, all of my life, I mean, well, all of my advice revolves and is centered in Christ, like genuinely. And it is literally impossible to not include him because he is literally the only solution. So, you know, that podcast is still up because, well, I mean, honestly, I don't know how to delete the episodes, but I told myself I don't want to be inconsistent like I was with that one. And I have been inconsistent and it makes me sad. Okay. So hold me accountable. If you. <laughs> if if y'all follow me on reforming our faith on instagram or on genesis rivera on instagram or moving with god i have so many instagrams besides the point uh, <laughs> if y'all follow me on on any of those text me okay dm me girl it has been two weeks where's the episode at okay because it's been an, a month since my last more than that because my last episode was early september all right let's move on i'm sorry um point being I- i'm telling y'all now all right if you're listening to this Text me, all right? If, if you notice that I haven't... Listen, some of y'all do, too. Some of y'all are like, Where, when's the next episode coming out? And I need y'all to do that. I, I genuinely appreciate it. I genuinely need it. Anyways, all right, sorry. We're already, like, three minutes into this. Okay, so uh, I do want to share with y'all a little bit of my life, okay? I got baptized October 11th, and I'm just so extremely grateful um, that I was able to do that because I, I've wanted to do it for so long, and... Uh, it's just such a blessing and, and privilege to have been able to do that, especially I did it with two of my best friends, which made it so much more special because we, you know, we started going to that church together and, and to be surrounded with people that lead me closer to God and, and my, having both of my parents, it's just overall just so grateful and just want to show my gratitude to the Lord and, you know, vocalize that because God is so good. And I do want to say that, you know, when I started going to church, my parents hadn't, hadn't even come close to going with me. Um... And I kept praying and praying and praying, and, and they ended up joining me and at different times too. First, my mom, and then my father, and uh, now my grandpa and my aunt occasionally joins us. And the same thing happened to my friends' family. And uh, I want y'all, I want to encourage y'all right now to please, please, please never give up on your on praying for your family. God is a mountain mover, okay? And just like He moved in your life, He will move in those around you as you continue to just you know plant the seeds and uh, just don't give up on your family. I, I don't know who needs to hear that, but um. I just wanted to give that encouragement and that word. Um, but anyways, uh, let's get into today's episode. Um, as y'all can see by the title, it says, Let 
Jesus restore your cup. And the reason why that is the title of this episode is because the way that I see our vessels, our bodies, our lives, our spirit is like a glass cup, okay? And what makes a glass broken? So many things could break a cup, right? When you drop it, whatever, right? But for us, our spirit, our body, our mind, our soul, it cracks when we are hurt, when we are living in fear, when we have past traumas, when we let those things define us. Lies, betrayals, bad habits, unforgiveness. Those things and so many and so many more things, right, lead to what I call cracks in our cup. Just like if you're not gentle with a cup, it cracks, right? Same things happens with us. When we don't give our lives to the Lord and let us and let him protect us and let his strength pour over us our cup will break right and the thing is when you don't surrender that to god you you kind of try to banded band-aid that cup up right you might ask me but why do i need to fix my cup and now listen to this if a glass shatters right if it cracks sorry if it cracks and you smack a bunch of band-aids on it what happens when you pour liquid into that cup? It leaks through, right? It leaks through all the cracks. No matter how many bandage, how many bandages you put on it, how much tape you put on it, no matter what, it will leak through slowly but surely. And eventually, the more cracks that you get in a cup, it'll the glass will eventually shatter, right? We know this. This means, listen. The, the thing is, is the, why, the reason this is so important, why you need to let Jesus restore your cup, is because as people pour into you, your friends, your family, you know, relationships, whatever, any type of relationship, as they pour into you, because you let all these cracks accumulate, right? All these cracks that you're not letting Jesus put his hand on. All of that will leak out. And these, ca- like, these cracks will literally make you feel unsatisfied, fearful, unfulfilled, unworthy, right? Because we live in a world where, realistically, hurt people hurt people. And when we're, when we're lied to, when we're betrayed, when we suffer with unforgiveness, all of these, all of these, I'm, I'm going to repeat cracks a lot. I'm, I'm letting y'all know right now. All these cracks, right? The more that they pile up, the closer your cup and your and your spirit and your soul, your mind, the closer it gets to shattering, you will also hurt people. You will also hold yourself back from freedom. Because the thing is, when you live with Jesus, you are no longer bound. And when you don't accept him as your Lord and Savior, when you don't surrender these things to him, you're only getting closer and closer and closer to that shattered glass. And thankfully, and thankfully, it is never too late. Because God could fix any type of broken cup. If it's shattered glass, if there's a million cracks in it, whatever, he could fix it. But why would you let it get to that point when he could heal it so early on? And we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Like I said, if we carry those burdens with us, those lies, that betrayal, that hurt, that fear, it creates cracks in our cup 
that get progressively worse as we continue to carry those burdens with us. And like I said, it doesn't only affect us, but it affects those around us too. Because again, hurt people hurt people. And just like that hurt person hurt you, you could hurt another person by being hurt, right? And this is because we aren't meant, we aren't meant to carry these burdens and live with these cracks in our cups. That is why Jesus died on that cross. So why do we why do we need to allow Jesus to restore our cup? And let me tell y'all, the reason I knew, I, you know, I had another, I had completely different notes for this episode. Um, I was going to film an episode about, um, I forgot what it was. It was, uh, oh, uh, Jesus wants a relationship with you, right? Choose God. And there was another episode that I wanted to talk about how, you know, we are not God and, you know, we are, we are not responsible for the salvation of somebody else. And then the way that, you know, I feel like as Christians, we sometimes try to save other people, but that is not our job. We are not God, you know, um, we could represent God. We are ambassadors for God. Um, and by representing him, people will see his light in our lives, but we can't force someone into, you know, coming to, uh, coming to God and all that stuff. But, uh, that was the episodes that I, I originally wanted to record, but God was putting this scripture so heavy on my heart. And when I tell y'all today at church, I'm recording this on a Sunday. Um, it is October 22nd, I believe. Um, I was crying. I was crying. I'll be real vulnerable with y'all. Real vulnerable with y'all. I was crying. I was crying. And I kept thinking of this verse and I, and I kept repeating it in my head. Matthew 11, uh, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. It says, then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give is light. That was replaying over and over and over in my head because I'm going to be honest with you the spiritual warfare has been heavy in my life recently. And I, and I want y'all to know that anybody suffering with that, anybody going through that, anybody battling that, you are not alone. There are many Christians out there going through that. And not only that, we are not alone because Jesus is with us. God is with us. The Holy Spirit is walking alongside of us. So we will triumph and we will stand firm and we will get through this season. Um, but, you, you know, because of that, you know, I, I was crying and crying in church and and that verse kept replaying and replaying as a rest on us. The worship song was playing. Um, and next thing you know, you know, the worship ends, you know, about like 30 minutes later, 20, 30 minutes later. Um, and the pastor gets on stage and he says that exact verse word for word that I was repeating in my head. And the reason why, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Listen. Out of all, there's so much scripture for anxiety, so much scripture for, you know, fear, depression, burdens, you know, so many, so much scripture in the Bible that's just like this. And out of all the ones that he preached that day, it was that one. That was the one God had put in his heart as I was, you know, as I was repeating this and God was putting it on my heart as well. Um, and it was just incredible to me because I was asking God to speak to me before I went to church. I was like, please speak to me. I, I need to hear your voice. I need to fool you you know right now i feel like i'm in this dark place and i i know what the bible says the bible says that light extinguishes darkness his the light extinguishes darkness but the enemy is trying to fool me the enemy is trying to lie to me and tell me that you're not alongside me but i know that you are 
And I was like, Lord, please speak to me in any way that you want to. And the thing is, you know, like the Bible says, asking you shall receive. And I very much received it. And it made me realize I was never alone to begin with. I was never sucked back into that darkness to begin with. Because that's what spiritual warfare does. It makes you feel like you're in that darkness again. It makes you feel like the light has been extinguished. But we know. And I'm going to talk about that scripture at the, at the uh, closer to the end of this podcast. But we know what the Bible says. The light extinguishes the darkness. It casts it casts the darkness out and the darkness can never extinguish the light. Ever. Ever. We know that. So when the enemy goes into your life and tries to lie to you and tell you that you're in that dark place again and that the Lord is not close to you, that he has forsaken you, that he has left you, know what the word of God is. He says he will never leave nor forsake us nor fail us. Anyways, sorry, continuing. I completely sidetracked. But, um... That was so heavy. That scripture was so heavy on my heart. And that is the whole reason why I completely switched, you know, what I was supposed to be or what I wanted to talk about. Not even supposed to because obviously I was supposed to be talking about this. But, I, you know, originally I want to talk about other things and until God placed it in my heart. And I completely when I tell you, I just wrote all these notes from for today's episode right now. Um, But the reason I say this is because we are meant to cast our burdens onto him lay it at his feet, put it all into his hands. Like I said, we aren't meant to carry these burdens. He carried those burdens for us on that cross. And like I was saying, when the enemy tries to tempt you and and tries to lie to you about that darkness, cast out all fear and all doubts and all uncertainty. In Jesus' name, cast it out. Because he's a deceiver and he's a liar, okay? He's a filthy little, yeah, little gremlin, okay? And we don't listen to that little gremlin, okay? Because we have authority over him in Christ Jesus, right? So something my pastor said today too that heavily stuck with me is we don't serve an almost God. We serve a God of the impossible, okay? And we need to understand that as humans, sometimes we need to be broken down to be built back up bigger and better. Because your cracks are not, okay, listen to me, your cracks are not too big or too deep and your glass is not too shattered or too broken for Jesus because he is the Lord of restoration and reformation, okay? He is a healer. He's a miracle worker. Nothing is too far out of his reach or too far out of his you know, capability, and he shows this time and time again. We see and we read and we hear about the miracles Jesus performs and God, the Holy Spirit, not only in the Bible, but in the lives of so many. That is why we're all given a testimony. These testimonies exist. People's testimonies exist to prove and show the goodness of God and his abundant and unfailing love and mercy and grace, his goodness. He does not fail his people. Why would he start with you? Why would he start now? Why would he start ever? Okay? And our cup doesn't get fixed. It's not restored. It's not repaired by our strength. But by his strength. And I think that sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we think that we're too far gone or too broken or too... You know, that darkness is too big for Jesus to come and extinguish. But... We're talking about Jesus here. We're mere humans. We're talking about Jesus, the man who died on the cross and three days later rose again. And we think that our problems 
and our burdens are too big for him? Who are we to think that? Who are we to think that when God's goodness is so much bigger than that? It's so much more abundant than that. But that see, that's what Satan does. He's a little liar, a little deceiver, okay? He makes us think, no, 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 you're you're too far gone. There's too many he can't fix this. Or he may, you know what? The thing that I see in so many people too is I will come to God, you know, when I fix this, when I'm, you know, when I fix the cracks myself, when I repair it myself, you, there's nothing that you will ever do in this life to heal or restore yourself. Because only he has that. Like I said, you could put as many bandages as you want on a broken glass. As many as you want, but that will leak out no matter what. No matter what liquid you put in there, no matter how many bandages you put in there, it will leak out of the cup because there's nothing you could do to restore your broken spirit, your broken mind, your broken soul, whatever. Nothing you can do could repair those things but the love and the mercy and the grace that God gives you and provides us. And the reason that I say this is, like I said, it's not by his strength but by ours. And he is worthy he is worthy. There's so many worship songs, y'all, that say he is worthy of it all. He's worthy of it all. He could, like, he literally tells us. That's that's what's crazy. That we will, like, it baffles me how so many Christians, so many people, not even just Christians, so many people believe the lie that Satan places in their in, in their mind that whispers, that, that he whispers in their ear when he says, oh, no, it's too, it's too, your cup is too broken. What? Your burdens are too heavy. What? It Jesus himself, y'all. These are Jesus's words. Like this is like the words of Jesus. Okay, like please, like let that sink in. He says, "Come to me, all of you who are weary and kev- and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light." what and we let the enemy tell us that our burdens are too heavy that's insane to me that it, and I, and listen i am guilty okay that has i have i have fallen into that trap before i have i have believed those lies before and that's why i say to cast out all those fears and all those doubts in jesus's name because that is not true the how are you going to compare the words of jesus to the lies of the of the enemy you have authority over that through Jesus, bro, like, that is insane to me, okay, I'm sorry, and I just want to go over that, over and over that, and over that, and the reason why, you know, I repeated that scripture again is because we need to let that, that sink in truly to our spirits, okay, we need to focus our eyes, not on our burdens, but on those words that are spoken in Matthew chapter 11, 20, verse 28 through 30, because those are the words of Jesus, and he tells us, come to me, I will give you rest, he doesn't say, Come to me if it's like this, you know, X, Y, and Z. But if it's this, that's too much for me to carry. You know, he didn't categorize it. He didn't break it down. He didn't give it levels. He said, all who have heavy burdens come to me. I will give you rest. And and, and that to me is just, you know, when, when God put that in my heart at church. And then, you know, and then the pastor, you know, pre, um, spoke it and spoke on it, it. It broke me down because it was like, wow. So many, it broke my heart that so many people believe that and that I have believed that. 
Um, now, another thing, you know, Mark chapter uh, 12, verses 29 to 31 says, Jesus replied, the most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No, no other commandment is greater than, than these. When you are letting somebody, you know, like I said, hurt people, hurt people. If you are letting the hurt of another person and how they hurt you define you, and you are holding that grudge, and you are holding that anger, and if you are holding that unforgiveness, if you are, if you are feeling that towards that person, and even yourself, right? Because sometimes it's not even that we're disappointed in another person, we're disappointed in ourselves, whatever, right? Whatever the case may be, you are not loving thy neighbor if you are, if you are not forgiving wholeheartedly. If you are letting those things define you, you are not forgiving them. And like I said, holding on and letting these cracks define you and not letting Jesus put his hand on it, you're not letting Jesus in. And this is why it's so important, right? This is why forgiveness is so important because you are not defined by those who have hurt you or cracked your cup. You are defined by the God that you serve. Forgiveness is not only for that person, but for you and your peace of mind. Hence why it's, it's forgiveness is taught over and over and over in the word again. And obviously forgive, forgiveness is that, you know, for that other person as well, because you should forgive as Jesus forgives us. Right. But, but it is also for you because I, I promise y'all, please, if you listen to anything I say in this whole podcast, right. in this whole episode is that when you don't forgive someone, it hurts you more than that than than it will ever hurt that person. You could walk in hatred and unforgiveness and anger and hurt because of another person, but the only person that it is hurting is you. The only person that it is burdening is you. If you're angry for a person and they're living your life, you're the only one living with that heaviness in your heart. And that is why God and Jesus tells us over and over and over and, and again to forgive. Because people will disappoint you and even and even you will disappoint you. We disappoint ourselves, we disappoint each other. But God will never disappoint you. And the reason why I, I'm I'm speaking on this is because, like I said, we we often let the hurt of other people define us their lies their betrayals the way that they stab us in our back we let it not only define us but taint us taint our spirit taint our minds taint our, taint our souls once you remove the power that you give people and give all that power and that glory and all that faith like when you give all of that to god instead of again mere humans the way that you start living the freedom you start living in is absolutely insane. You need to let Jesus place his hand on the hurt, on the lies, on the betrayal, on the hatred, on the grudges. Let him place his hand on the cracks of your cup and let him repair it. Okay? And if your glass is completely shattered, he will... Bro, that is where reborn comes from. That is where being reborn literally comes from. 
you die to your old self and you are made new. Are are y'all hearing this? You die to your old self and you are made new in Christ Jesus. That When your cup is absolutely shattered, and that's why I say a lot of times, that's why God will allow that. And I will be honest, that, that is my personal testimony. For some people, their you know their cups might have been just cracked and, and God repaired that. But for me personally, my glass was completely shattered beyond repair. Would I have experienced the things that I've 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 went through, you know, I have been blessed with with you know an amazing family and you know obviously no matter what you know parents will always hurt their kids because they're sinners just like we are. But you know, as far as you know family goes I've always been blessed with an amazing family but I have struggled with anxiety since I was three years old since I was a kid and not knowing why and and how to overcome it and feeling so alone and the years that I let the and I talk about my testimony a lot the years that I let the enemy lie to me telling me that life wasn't worth living that I was never going to live freely that I was going to live in the in the chains of my anxiety from all my life and eventually all of that piled up and piled up and and you know I I want to make an episode talking about it, you know, things like, um, you know, further talking about things like that. But there was a time where, you know, I lost myself in the world and something happened to me, which I, I don't talk, you know, a lot about this part of my testimony because it's very personal to me. But something happened to me that completely shattered my cup, y'all. And I and I and I when I I, I can't even put it into words. I get very flustered when I talk about it, as y'all could tell. But so beyond repair i had spent years trying to band-aid and and tape up the cut the cracks in my cup with the world and and with whatever right but when this thing happened there was nothing i could do there was nothing more i could do and i realized that had to happen my cup had to be absolutely shattered for me to realize there was nothing I could do. And ultimately, all of that led me to where I am now. And that's why I say sometimes you need to hit rock bottom. You need to hit rock bottom to realize that God is the rock at the bottom. And I know, listen, I've heard that, you know, I, the day that I heard that, I've always used it since, since the day that I heard that saying. And I know it's a little corny, whatever, but it's true. It's genuinely true. And that's not everybody's testimony, but that is, that is mine. And I know that it is many others. And like I said, the, the testimonies that we have are exactly for that, to encourage others, to show others mercy and the grace and the love of God. And um, and, I, and and once you repair that cup, and I, and I want y'all to, to understand this, because hurt people hurt people, and, and, and once you take yourself out of, of, of that and you start having that Christ-like mentality that forgive them, Father, for they do not know what they do, for they know not what they do. Once you start seeing life and people and forgiveness in that light, the way that you are forever set free from grudges and unforgiveness is it's it's like no other. It's a there's the reason why he's called the Prince of Peace. There there's literally a reason, so many reasons actually, and uh, but I do I I do want to say with all that being said, please forgive yourself and please forgive others. Please forgive the people that have hurt you, who have lied to you, who have betrayed you, who have let you down, who have disappointed you. Please forgive them. You are not defined by their mistakes. Forgive yourself. 
forgive yourself for the disappointment that you the, whoa, the disappointment that you have caused yourself as well you're merely human and the people that have hurt you are merely human but god like i said early earlier god is the god of impossible we serve a perfect god there's a perfect god out there and i know there's a lot of people you know this this randomly popped into my mind so i don't know who needs to hear this but there's a lot of people that have also experienced church hurt that have have experienced you know hurt and, and betrayal and, and disappointment in church where you know church is obviously supposed to be filled with the holy spirit but remember the people that make up the church are also just merely human we are all sinners saved by grace there are churches out there that will hurt people like there are parents out there that will hurt people and friends and boyfriends and girlfriends and wives and husbands that will hurt people but jesus will never hurt you don't let people define jesus because jesus is beyond people He's more than people. He's perfect. He, he was a sinless man that died on that cross for me and for you. So although people have hurt you, that does not define Jesus, nor does it define the love that he has for you or even for the people that he hurt you. Another thing that my pastor said today was, imagine if God thought of you the way that you thought of people. And that is why forgiveness is so important because we must forgive the way that he has forgiven us because it sets us free from that bondage, from that, from that hurt. And, um, and and it is important to then learn that once God restores and, and, and Jesus reforms and, and just you are made new, you are reborn, right? Once he heals all those shatters in your cup, you need to learn that you also... Sorry, hold on. Before I actually get there, matter of fact, before I get there, I do want to say this. We need to let God in, into that darkness so we can live in his light. And and I, I the reason I want to put a pause into what I was saying was because I want I do want to read the scripture. Christ the eternal word. John uh, chapter 1 verses 1 through 5 says, In the beginning the word already existed. The word was God and the word... The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God and he created everything and God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. I'm sorry, I read that a little wonky because I read like a kindergartner if y'all haven't noticed, but um... This is obviously talking about Jesus. It says Christ, the eternal word. It's And, and I'm going to repeat this one more time. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. It doesn't say that the light will extinguish majority of the darkness, some of the darkness. Or it might, it might extinguish it. Like a 50-50, you're rolling a dice here. No, it says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. So I, the reason why I, I came back to that is I want to circle back to what I said about how the darkness is not too dark for the light of Jesus. It is not. It is not even close to it. Um, But to go back to what I was saying, because I, I really wanted to read that scripture before, you know, closing off this uh, episode. It is also important to know not to pour into those who aren't pouring into you. Pour into someone who is, don't pour into someone, sorry. Don't pour into anyone who isn't who is just taken from you okay 
if you are pouring into someone and pouring into someone and pouring into someone and they're only taking that and they're not reciprocating that, it's not healthy for you, okay? It's not healthy for your spirit. It's not healthy for your soul because relationships of any form sent by God will have both people pouring into each other. Now, as Christians, we should pour our love and our mercy and our grace that, you know, is given to us by God, obviously, because when you have God in your heart, you are merciful towards others, you're graceful towards others, you're loving towards others, you're caring towards others, because all of that God is pouring into you. You should be pouring in that into each and every person, but be careful how much of that you're pouring into people, because the mistake that many people make, many Christians, right, um, and I want to make a completely different episode and that, you know, I'm going to talk, you know, a lot deeper on this, on the episode where, you know, you're not God and, uh, you know, the, what I was talking about earlier, um, we are not God, right? There's only so much that we could do. We are ambassador. We are ambassadors for Christ. And our job is to plant the seed and plant the seed alone. The rest is in God's hands. The rest is in God's hands because again, we are merely human, right? I feel like a lot of Christians, like I said, will pour and pour and pour into a broken cup. Everything that God is pouring into them, they're pouring into somebody else's broken cup, thinking that the more that they pour and the more that they pour, that 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 person, that that that, that person's cracks will be fixed. But unfortunately, like I said, there's nothing that we could do. That person needs to allow Jesus to come into their lives and fix their their cracks. And that's why, yes, we should pour into everyone that love, that mercy, that grace, but be careful how much you're pouring into someone and the intention and the posture of your heart. If you are pouring into someone with a with a God complex, like, oh, I'm going to be the reason this person comes to God. I'm going to be the reason that this person is healed. No, Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit need to be the reason why that person gives your life to God. Not because of you or because of anybody, but because of Jesus Christ. They need to accept that and accept him as their life, uh, well, well, as their Lord and their Savior before anything else. And that is why the more and the more that you pour into a broken cup, the more it drains you, the more that it hurts you, the more that it breaks you. And like I said, hurt people hurt people. So the more that it could potentially hurt you. So although you should be pouring into everybody, like I said, be careful how much you're pouring into specific cups, especially broken cups. Because you don't want to be emptying your cup and emptying it and emptying it and emptying it into a cup that is only taken from you. Okay. Because, and then the reason that I, I say this is because, like I said, right, a relationship of any form sent by God will have you both pouring into each other. And that is because God is pouring into your cup, your restored, your repaired, and your reborn cup. And that abundance of what he's pouring into you will overflow into all the other aspects and all the other relationships in your life. If you are in a godly friendship or a godly relationship, right, and God is pouring into the both of you and you're pouring into each other. And, and, and the reason why, you know, sometimes when we're going through spiritual warfare, right, you know, we feel as if God isn't pouring into us. But he's always, 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 always pouring into us. He's always pouring into us. And to have someone else, you know, remind you of that and pour into you as you pour into them and et cetera, that is encouraging, that is uplifting. And that is why God gives us community. 
but God needs to be the center. God first needs to be pouring into you and into them. And then you pour into each other. And, and that is why I say when two repaired and, re, and, and reborn and, and restored cups are pouring into each other, there's nothing more powerful than that. I mean, obviously, God is is the most powerful, but because His power and 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 His love is flowing through that relationship and and all that, it is it is a bond. Like like it says, like iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend, right? But just like the opposite, right? If you're letting somebody dole you out, or you're letting the blind lead you, you know, you don't. That will only create more cracks in your cup. That is the only thing that it will, lead, it will lead you to. And that is why we need to protect our spirit and protect our soul and protect our cup by putting the armor of God on too because we're not only fighting. You know, and I'm going to read that scripture right now, right? Uh, actually, before I get into that scripture, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is second, I, I, second time I pause and need to backtrack. But once you surrender your cup to God, once you surrender it to him, that's what I was saying, that you must close yourself Clothe yourself with the armor of God so that your cup won't shatter again. And now every time there is a crack in your cup, right? It will never get to the point where your cup will completely shatter. Because every time the crack does, every time, you know, there's a crack, you know, like, what would be the word for that? Um, Because it's not like, uh, not accumulating. You know how like when when a glass cup falls and you know how the crack like slowly gets bigger? What would be the term for that? <laughs> Sorry, hold on. There's definitely... Whatever, y'all get the point. When, you know, before the crack even starts to spread... What? what? Yeah, that's... I feel like that's a good way to put it. Okay, whatever. Before the crack gets any deeper and spreads into, you know, your cup all around, whatever. So that's like every other aspect of your life. Before that even gets the chance to happen, once you surrender your cup to God... And you close yourself with that armor. Every Anytime it, the devil or the enemy, whatever, that little gremlin, right? That's what we're going to refer to him here at Reforming Our Faith. The little gremlin. Anytime he tries to tempt you into, you know, whatever. Lie to you that your the crack is getting bigger. Da, 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 it's going to get bigger. Your your cup is going to shatter. Da, da. You know. You know. And you have faith. And you have the knowledge that the Lord will place his hand on it. And he will immediately repair what the enemy is trying to break again once that cup is surrendered and once you're living for god any time that the enemy tries to break you down again you will stand firm in your faith and in your belief and the knowledge that the lord will not allow that to happen god will not allow that to happen you will never be shattered again and before a cut ever gets too deep or too you know, like I said, the crack gets to, you know, shat, I mean, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. The crack gets, tries to spread in, into the rest of your cup, into the rest of your life. The Lord will never allow that to happen. Because now you're walking in faith and you're walking with him. And you know to let him place his hands on your cup at all times. And so that's where I want to go back to the scripture, right? Ephesians uh, chapter 6 verses 10 through 18, which I've read this before, but I'm going to read it again. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, 
and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will stand. You will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For, sh- for shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So the reason I read that scripture is to go back to what I was saying. Once you are reborn and once you let him restore and reform your faith, uh huh. You see, you see what I did there. You see, sorry, sorry, all right, sorry. Um, <laughs> but once you let God into your life and you surrender all that stuff and you and you put it at His feet and you put it into His hands, the enemy will never come close to shattering your cup ever again. And I and I and that is a promise from the Lord to each and every one of us because no matter what we face spiritually or in the world, you know, just in the world, in the physical world, with other people and whatever, no matter what we face, we will still stand firm, no matter the circumstances, because we are standing armored with the armor of God. But anyways, with that being said, this episode is already 40 minutes long, so I'm going to end it there. But uh, to summarize everything that we've talked about, your cup is not too broken for Jesus. The darkness is too, is not too dark for Jesus, and the burdens are not too heavy for Jesus. This is Jesus we're talking about. Like I said, the guy, the man, and the Almighty, and the Savior that literally died on a cross and raised, again, like resurrected, y'all. Please understand the weight of that. He died on a cross, and three days later, resurrected, came back to life, and he is still alive. And you're, and you're going to let the enemy lie to you that the darkness and the burden is too heavy, the darkness is too dark, the, cr- the cup is too shattered, too broken, too, too beyond repair? No. Like I said, that gremlin ain't winning today, ain't winning tomorrow, ain't winning ever, okay? Like, uh, there, I forget what song it is. There's a worship song that says, Hell lost another one because I am free. I'm sorry that I can't come up with the word of the song right now. <laughs> but, uh... Just search it up on Spotify <laughs> or or Apple Music. Search up Hell Lost Another One because I am free. Um, if y'all want to know the song name. But listen, it is very true. Once you surrender to the God to God and you let him restore you, there's nothing like that freedom. Nothing will hold you back in bondage again. You are no longer bound. So whoever needs to hear this, whoever needs that reminder that you are not too far gone and that you are loved by the Almighty God. You are loved by Yahweh. Yeshua died for you. Don't let the enemy take that from you. Don't let any anybody else take that from you. Don't let any hurt or fear or betrayal or, like I said, lies. And I keep repeating that because I feel like that's what people most often suffer with. Unforgiveness, bitterness, grudges. Don't let anything, anything like that ever hold you back from the Lord. Never, 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 never. Okay? Allow him to set you free. Place your weary weary heart in his hands. Let him take your heavy burdens because his burden is light. But that is my reminder to y'all. God's reminder to y'all. Jesus' reminder to y'all. Holy Spirit's reminder to y'all. I love you guys. But most importantly, God loves you. Jesus loves you. 
And if if any of y'all ever need any prayer, need any advice, godly advice, duh. Because I, like I said earlier in the podcast, I cannot give any advice that does not include God. I'm here for y'all. Remain in prayer. Stand firm and keep on fighting the good fight. If y'all need to reach out to me, it's Reforming Our Faith on Instagram. Or if you know me personally and you follow my other Instagram, uh, I have Genesis Rivera, two dots in the Rivera. Two dots, hello, I'm sorry. Two, did I just, no, two eyes in the Rivera. Yeah, Genesis Rivera, two eyes in the Rivera, okay? Or moving.with.god on Instagram. Uh, Probably the easiest one for y'all is either moving with God or reforming our faith. But my main Instagram is tagged in both of those, so y'all can find me there too. Wherever y'all feel most comfortable to reach out to me, whether that be my uh, moving with God one, through TikTok, through reforming our faith, or my main Instagram, wherever y'all feel the most comfortable, please never, 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 never hesitate to reach out to me if ever needed, if y'all want to further have this conversation or need further advice on this topic or just overall just need prayer, again, y'all know where to find me. I love y'all. Jesus loves y'all. And I'll see y'all in the next episode.